Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Grinders and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Pod. I'm your host Travis Mangone here to break down the slate for you. So let's get right started. It's a pretty good one for us today. We're looking at fantasy draft pricing over there. Uh, you know, we got the. Uh, this, I know they're doing things a little bit, a uh, little bit different over there, and kind of changing up the times for us. I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, you know, pulling it up now uh, on our Rotogrinders lineup page, we have all of the slates up, so games up. So I'm just curious what they did over there. They have uh, they're starting the games at uh, you know the normal time. It looks like so we got Spurs and Raptors seven game slate. Uh, one thing Fantasy Draft is doing though, if you guys don't know, is uh, you know say they have uh, you know say that there's a you know two seven o'clock games and then the rest of the games start at eight or later. You know they'll kind of skip the first two games. So that's something that they're doing over there. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check that out. Something that's uh, really interesting and just different around the industry. Uh, if you haven't checked out Fantasy Drafts, another thing to do that's different is you can roster tons of guards, roster tons of big men. Uh, don't have to roster any of those terrible small forwards like the PJ Tuckers and, you know, just terrible shooting guards that, uh, you know, sometimes fall into your lineups. Uh, you, know, you can just play all the point guards, all the centers and big men and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, check out that. Check out that. Uh, fantasy dress format is three guards and then three forwards and centers and then two utilities. So, but let's get started. This is a really interesting slate. It's a slate where there's not a lot of stars on it, right? There's not, you know, there's not the LeBron or Russell Westbrooks to pay up for. You know, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a team jam them in day, right? No one just jam, jamming in like a Westbrook and a Cousins and then kind of filling out the value. That doesn't seem like one of those type of days. So uh, I'm kind of excited for this slate. I uh, have, you know, had a pretty good weekend last weekend all around in football and basketball, but, uh, you know, this week hasn't been the best so far uh, with the way it's been. Everyone's been talking about how ugly of uh, the, the slates have been, so hopefully we get some more points going, and it's, uh, it's a fun Friday night for us, but let's get started with the first game. We have the San Antonio Spurs and the Toronto Raptors, and, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge is just in a fantastic spot. He's the guy that you want to really have on the Spurs, right? With no Kawhi Leonard, he's going to see over a 30% usage. If you have the money for him, I think he's a guy you want to pay for. The problem is uh, it just depends on what site you're at. Like on Fantasy Draft, I think at that price, uh, you know, 16.3K, and like the format it has, it makes sense on other sites where, you know, you're a little restricted. Like, uh, you know, for instance, a Fandle, right? Uh, do you pay up for LaMarcus Aldridge uh, at Power Forward, right? I think that's a, a big debate to have. I think it's something I'm going to want to do, and it's going to be in the conversation. I'm going to have the money for it. But there's other top plays that I think I'm going to want to pay for later on. Like there's Victor Oladipo, who's against the Lakers, who's going to be in a good spot. So it's not like there's not guys to pay for. Uh, it just kind of depends on uh, how you uh, you know what you think of the value at each position. But uh, fantasy draft, you know, I think Lamarck Soldier is a good play. Someone I'd get into my lineups. I also think Pagasol is a fine play. I'm not in love with him, but I, I don't mind him here in this spot. Uh, you know, popping in some models for me so far. Quick early look. Uh, I don't know. It just. Uh, Pagasol is just not the most fun roster, so I don't know. I think he's in play. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to end up pulling the trigger in my cash games, uh, but I think he makes sense in tournaments. He could obviously have a pretty upside, you know, nice upside game. Uh, Kyle Anderson, this guy, uh, man, he's on my, uh, you know, I'm uh, just really angry hat list. He's a good price tag, but 
Last game, 7.2 fantasy points. I mean, that was really, really frustrating out of him. On fantasy draft, price tag's 9K. It's really good. He's one of those, uh, you know, feels like he'll only get you, always get you. You know, worst case scenario, it feels like 15, but I don't know. Maybe the floor is 7.2 like it was the other day. Uh, it just seems like he'll always get you maybe like, you know, in that like mid-20s range or 20-ish range when Kawhi Leonard's out. I think you can go back to the well on him, but I don't know. Maybe the sour taste in my mouth, maybe I won't, but... Yeah, that's kind of it for me on the Spurs. Those are really the three guys I'm going to target. Not really going to go crazy with any of these other guys. I think those are the three you really want to look at. You know, if if the you know if the point guards are out and whatnot, like say, uh, you know, I don't think we have anything on Tony Parker yet. But you know how these old guys are and they sit. Um, if they do sit, it'll obviously change some things. So just be on the lookout for that. Maybe the Spurs sit some guys and that could open some things up. But for me, I mean, Aldridge is the number one. Uh, I think Pagasol is a fine play, and so is Kyle Anderson. But Again, people are not really going to want to stomach Kyle Anderson. Again, I don't know. Kyle Anderson is more just a cash game play. So if he fits like last spot, sure. Don't mind. But Aldridge is the main target you guys want to have here. And Pau Gasol is fine in tournaments. Let's talk about the Raptors, though. What do we kind of do with them? Uh, they're, they're again, not, not my favorite roster in the industry. And it's the Spurs, right? They're really good defensively. I just think you stay away from the Raptors here. I don't think you roster DeRozan, Lowry. I just think they're, uh, you know, I think they're a fine fade on this slate. No need to play them. They're kind of expensive. It's not like we're getting a discount on these guys. So I'm fine with it. I say we just stay away from the Raptors. Uh, you know, this is the Spurs, right? Very good team. Uh, so I'm just going to do that on this slate and kind of move on. I think there's better spots. And, you know, there's not a amazing spots on this slate, but I just don't think the Raptors against the Spurs is a spot that I'm going to, uh, you know, put my money behind. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets. This game is definitely a juicy one. I'm expecting, uh, you know, expecting some injuries here for the, uh, you know, for the for the Heat still. Um, you know, Tyler Johnson probably not not going to be expecting him in this game. Uh, not going to be expecting Deion Waiters, obviously. All those guys, right? Like the the typical Heat guys that really have the ball handling duties on the second team are not really going to be there. So what's that mean? That's going to be like all the all the minutes and just you know. Uh, Increased workload on Goran Dragic. I love Dragic here in this spot. Uh, he's someone that I'm going to be probably loading up on. It's weird, uh, you know. I they say like a month ago I was like talking trash about him. How I don't like you know playing him. And hey, I rostered that him that last Milwaukee game, and he wasn't that good. You know, 21.3 fantasy points. But the games before that, I mean, pretty nice. 39.5, 32.6, 36, 49. I mean, just solid outings. And it's because he has all this just increased workload and usage. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee wasn't the best spot. And maybe that's why he kind of uh, had that type of floor game, it seems like, with all that usage. But, yeah, the spot against the Nets is too good to pass up. Uh, you know, I know there's been talks of the Nets' uh, pacemen being down lately. But one reason why is just the matchups they've been in. This is a game where I'm expecting, obviously, you know, the Heat aren't like a fast-paced team, but this is definitely a nice uh, pace-up game for the for the Heat, and I think uh, Goran Dragic is one of my favorite point guard plays, uh, point per dollar on this slate. Uh, with, with the whole injury situation in Miami, like guys like Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, Wayne Ellington, I mean, they're all interesting, right? They're all guys that are, you know, in play, but... Uh, not guys I'm going crazy with. I think they're just kind of guys that I'm going to put in my player pool and put in consideration. Just kind of depends how they fit the entire roster construction. Hassan Whiteside. Now, he's the other guy that's pretty interesting. I- I'm kind of like torn at what I want to do with him here on this slate because I do think there's other centers I prefer to pay for. He's 15.5K. I do wor- like, you know, he's going to dominate in this type of matchup, right? Just the question is, will he play that fourth quarter minutes? And with that uncertainty, and at that price tag, I'm probably going to stay away. I, I think he's a fine play, guy you can definitely roster. I wouldn't talk someone out of it, but uh, I just think there's, you know, I, I'm kind of a one lineup guy or two. Uh, you know, put up, you know, just put a bunch of, you know, things on one team on each site and call it a day. Uh, you know, make a cash team, make a tournament team. 
I don't know. It's just going to be, I don't really know if I'm going to put my money behind Hassan Whiteside. I think there's another center that I prefer today if I decide to pay up. So if I'm paying up, it doesn't seem like Whiteside will be the guy for me, but I understand it. If I was playing multiple lineups, I would want some exposure to Hassan Whiteside. So I get getting exposure to him, but I definitely worry about that fourth quarter run for him because Spolstra has uh, showed they don't pull him and not really play him a ton. And if they can, they can easily go small here, right? Bam and Olnick can easily match up with a Tyler Zeller, uh, Quincy, AC. It's just not a situation I want to uh, mess with, but I understand if you want to. James Johnson, I love here in this spot. So one thing that I like about James Johnson is we saw this last year too, and a little bit this year. It's not as like strong as last year's, but he's when he's in there, he's getting a lot of like secondary ball handling duties, and he's still getting those too. It's not like he's running the backup point like he was, but he's really getting you know just just like nice usage with all these guys out, and it's just because he's forced to. So at that price and at Positionally power forward. I mean, I, I like James Johnson a lot. He's someone that I, I might roster to with Drogic. I think they're two really good plays. My, my, probably my two favorite plays on the Heat. Let's talk about the Nets, though. What what do we do with this situation? Uh, Nets should be returning. Uh, Russell, I believe that's the that's the word tonight that he is returning. Kind of just, uh, you know, he's probable today. J- just stay close to, you know, your computer. Obviously, I'm sure you're going to. Everyone who plays uh, NBA DFS is, but you never know, and uh, we don't know what the minutes limit is, so it's kind of hard to really evaluate uh, the situation and what they're going to do, so we're going to have to wait up until lineup lock to really evaluate that, but Spencer Dinwiddie, he's not going to be this guy that we're really playing right now uh, anymore, it seems like, with Russell coming back. Unless Russell's on, like, say Russell's on, like, a 15-minute fifteen limit minute restriction, that would make sense to maybe not, uh, you know, Dinwiddie's minutes might be safe and secure. But D'Angelo Russell, he's just a guy. Don't roster unless you hear he's playing 30 minutes. I would take the wait-and-see approach anyways in a Miami matchup. In general, in this Miami matchup, I just don't think there's anyone I'm going to play. I just think we can fade the Heat and uh, not the Heat, fade the uh, Nets and kind of move on. If I played anyone, if you force me to, I mean, Damari Carroll has been really good recently. Uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson has a ton of upside. It's probably that's the guy I'd go to. I'd probably go to Ronnie Hollis Jefferson for 11.2K because of the price tag. Carroll's price has gone up. If you can find Carroll for super cheap on a site, I would get maybe going him. But Hollis Jefferson is just 500 cheaper on, uh, you know, on. Uh, fantasy draft so i'd kind of lean him if you force me to play any nets player but i again i don't think we should be playing any nets on this slate don't think it's necessary i think there's better plays uh, that we can play instead and, and target all right let's go on to the next game we got the washington wizards and the detroit pistons 208 team total here uh so this is a solid game uh it's kind of torn at what i'm going to do here on paper, it looks like a spot that I want to target, but again, those price tags are kind of up. There's guys that we, you know, we can pay for here that, uh, you know, we have the money to, right? John Wall, do we want to pay that price tag for him in a spot against Detroit? We have to, we have Ish Smith defense. I mean, that's that's a good spot for him. It makes a lot of sense if you have the money for John Wall. Uh, totally understand it. Uh, right now, the way I'm currently building, I don't think I'm spending my money up uh, for John Wall. But if the value, you know, falls that way. I don't love the point guard value. I don't love a lot of the point guards today, so I could understand uh, playing John Wall for myself. I could see it. Uh, Bradley Beal, what do I do with him at 14.9K? I probably don't play him. And I, again, I you know I don't think it's a fine spot for Bradley Beal, but I just think there's a really good shooting guard plays today, and that's kind of uh, you know going to be a trend that you'll hear me talk about all these shooting guards that are expensive that I kind of like. So part of that problem is some of these you know decent shooting guards are going to have to kind of go away, and I just I can't be playing Bradley Beal. Uh, you know, it takes up a shooting guard spot for me. So and again, on draft, you can play like maybe five shooting guards if you want. That would be super contrarian. I I don't think I'll do it though, but. Uh, I don't know. Bradley Beal's just not going to fit uh, fit for me because there's a lot of expensive shooting guards that I already uh, already prefer. I do like going uh, 
I think Markeith Morris for cheap. I think he has upside, and you know we get a little more run. I like him. Even Gortat. Gortat's been really good recently, and they've been giving him a nice run uh, against a matchup like Drummond. I would expect him to uh, you know to be be on Drummond a ton. They're, what are they going to do? Take uh, Gortat off and match him up with like a Mike Scott? It just doesn't make a ton of sense. So I think Gortat will get decent run, and if you need a cheap center, I don't hate him, uh, but not a guy I'm trying to go crazy with. Uh, and then uh, Otto Porter. I mean, he's he's whatever. I I don't love him, but. I don't know. I don't. Th- I just don't think I'll go that route. If I had to take any uh, Wizards, it's really going to be like uh, if I want to pay up for Wall. If I want to go cheap, you know, get like a Marquise Morris or Gortat. Porter and Beal are not going to really fit. And then these bench players, not a lot of guys that like on the Wizards. It's just like mainly Kelly Oubre. But eh, I don't think I need Kelly Oubre unless I hear something crazy with something changing with the lineup. But let's. Let's move on to the Pistons. So what do we do with Andre Drummond? Uh, he's expensive. He's getting you know getting a ton of usage. It makes a ton of sense. Uh, you know he just he's getting all the rebounds, assists. He's doing everything for for the Pistons. I like him. I think Drummond is in a good spot. I think they're gonna you know play him his normal allotment of minutes. And if you have the money for eighteen point two k, sure. Problem is I'm probably not paying for him. Right? There's another center that I'm probably gonna pay for later instead that I like. Uh, but I think Drummond is in a good spot, and if uh, you know if you have the money for him, I I like paying for him. The other guy I'd rather play if you you know force me to pick is I like Tobias Harris. We've seen Washington against forwards; they struggled. Uh, Tobias Harris only twelve point five k. He's seeing a nice usage, but I mean I, I I like Tobias Harris here. I think it's a very good spot for him. Uh, you know, with Reggie Jackson off the floor, Tobias Harris just been you know crushing it. I, I like Tobias Harris a lot. He's a guy that I will. Uh, We'll get exposure to for sure, and uh, yeah, for 12.5 camp fantasy draft, I like him. Other than that, like the Ish Smiths, uh, Avery Bradley, like Ish Smith is starting to get a little priced up. I'm not in love with him here. Obviously, I could see, you know, in a up and down game that fits his play style, but eh, I don't think I need to go that route. And Avery Bradley, eh, that guy is really frustrating. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I need to go him because, like I said, there's already some expensive shooting guards that I'm paying up for, and there's a 50-50 chance he's going to play on Friday. Like, I just don't think I'm going to mess with him. Uh, but if he gets ruled in late and uh, fits your last spot right as you're making a tournament team, I wouldn't hate uh, putting him in. But, again, not something I think I'm going to do on this slate. Uh, if, I had to rank, uh, if I had to rank the Pistons, it's, it's going to be Tobias Harris is probably my number one, and then right behind him, Andre Drummond is my number two. And other than that, I don't like a lot of these other guys. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Sacramento Kings and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. 202.5 team total. And man, not a really fun game to, uh, not a fun game to play, but uh, there's definitely some interest here with uh, the injuries that are going around and some value that we could look at. This is definitely a game I'm really not looking to really get much exposure to. I mean, I think on the Memphis side, sure, right? But like on the Kings side, I just don't know what they're doing, right? They uh, they talked about how they're going to sit like two vets a game, but like we never know who the vets are. They're not going to tell us. So unless we get the word before lock, I'm not really looking to roster many of these guys. If I do decide to roster any of these guys, it'll be like the, you know, it'll be Bogdanovich, for instance. Like, he's someone like the young guys I'll look at. Uh, if you want to mix and match them in tournaments, I get it. But again, this is Memphis. Uh, two slow-paced teams go up against each other. Not the greatest spot. So not really interested in that. Uh, kind of waiting on the news on Marcus Hall. If he sits, we get... Uh, whatever, what's his name, uh, Detoya, I believe that's how you say it, uh, Davis, the guy who busted for us the other day, uh, Deonta Davis, sorry, Deonta Davis, my fault, butchered that terribly, but he was terrible the other day, I mean, if Gasol's out, he's going to be coming play again, so is Jermichael Green, those are going to be two guys you want to look at and definitely have some interest in for sure. Other than that, though, uh, I mean, Tyreek Evans, too, if there's no Gasol, going to like him a lot. One of those shooting guards I want to spend up on that I talked about. Uh, shooting guards I want to spend up on, he's one of them that's in the conversation for sure. So, yeah, I mean, definitely someone to, definitely someone to look at and whatnot. 
But other than that, really don't want to target many of these guys. I mean, with Conley out, and say we get, uh, you know, say Chalmers sits. I know uh, Chalmers was having some, I believe it was Chalmers was having some issues. Uh, not Chalmers, uh, Harrison, sorry. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely reasons to like, uh, you know, some of these Memphis guys um in the backcourt if there's any injuries but you just kind of have to you know keep an eye out for that and again this is like the kings right with harrison injured that's obviously you know if he doesn't play that's gonna be a big bump for a lot of these backup guards so gonna have to have interest in them but again this is the king so it's not a team that i love but other than that uh it's really gonna have to just the grizzlies are really gonna be very injury dependent on this slate so just keep a lookout for that that's going to be super important and uh again this is not a great game to target Let's go on to the next one, though, and I, I like this one a lot, uh, and for good reason. It's the Phoenix Suns. It's the Denver Nuggets, 219 total, highest total on the slate, one that we definitely want to target, right? Uh, we got on the Suns side of the ball. Let's like start with that. Uh, what are we going to do with the Suns? Uh, it's not a great team, uh, but they have guys you want to roster, and in the highest total of the day, uh, definitely have to have interest. The first guy I like is Devin Booker. love him a ton. Again, one of those other shooting guards I want to spend on uh, for good reason. Devin Booker, you know, spot against Nuggets. We know Nuggets can struggle against guards. I mean, this is a great spot for him. The amount of usage he's seeing, definitely like him a lot. I know people might have some interest in Tyler Eulis, but I don't really have any. I, I know I don't love the point guard position today, but I don't know. He's not a guy I think I need. Uh, I just don't think we have to go that route today. I like TJ Warren, too. If he ends up playing, I think that's going to be a decent play. Tragic Bender, I, I think you could go that route, but I don't think it's necessary, right? That's the problem. It's not one of those stars and scrubs, uh, you know, slates where we need to jam in some of these guys. I really think I'm going to be living in the mid-tier because we're kind of forced to, and I kind of like that. Uh, kind of happy we don't have to just jam in some of these studs. Sometimes I feel like I overpay for them, and uh, I'm going to try and be pretty price-sensitive today if I can. I mean, I try to do most days, but sometimes you just feel forced to jam in a guy, so... Yeah, I just think Devin Booker is probably my favorite guy in the Suns and the main guy I want to roster and a little TJ Warren exposure. Other than that, I don't want to go crazy getting too much exposure to the Suns. I think it's just the, those two are like the core guys you want to look at. Uh, when it comes to Nuggets, though, we got um, Murray's out, right? And uh, with no Jamal Murray, uh, he won't be shooting the blue arrow. The blue arrow today, he won't, uh, he's going to be out. And with him being out, that's definitely going to uh, help us out. We're the main... Uh, the main Benefits go to uh, Will Barton, right? And even a little bit to Jokic. Uh, Jokic gets a little benefit, a little more ball handling duties and responsibilities. Those are the two guys I love. Again, this is the center I want to pay for. Uh, you know, on fantasy drafting, play pay for tons of centers, but 17.6 k. Uh, if I have the money, I'm gonna pay for him. I love him in this spot. Also, like Will Barton, love his price of 12.2 k. Also, Gary Harris is only 12.2 k too. I think you can play both of them. I think they're both in good spots. We like guards against the Suns. Uh, good sloppy game, just uh, up and down. This is we know Will Barton thrives in those type of transition. Uh, you know, games where you can get transition buckets easy, and like Gary Harris thrives in these games too because uh, they know there's gonna be a guard that he has to be on all game. They're going to have him whenever Devin Booker's in to try and play defense against him. Uh, it's just a really good spot for uh, Gary Harris, too. I like those are my three main targets on on the uh, Nuggets. Uh, you know, Trey Lyles, uh, the, the Plumleys, I think they're all fine plays, right? Because it's, you know, the the reason is, hey, it's the Suns. Like, why not? Uh, anyone can do anything against the Suns. Even Emmanuel Moutier, he only played 15 minutes and got 21.9 uh, fantasy points. For sure, right? Uh, getting those fantasy points were definitely, uh, you know, definitely pretty good for 15 minutes worth. Uh, and I think he's a decent play at 3.6K. If we, if we hear he's going to play a lot of minutes, then I'd want to fire away on him. But I, I really don't know if we're going to. That's kind of the risk with him. I think he's a great tournament play. If you're looking for a cheap point guard, 
We don't love a lot of point guards on this slate. And say, you know, you kind of jam in a lot of these other guys that are expensive. You know, LaMarcus Aldridge, Oladipo, who we're going to get to. Uh, you know, Booker, Evans. You're just jamming all these guys. I don't mind fitting in, you know, a, a cheap point guard like that. Uh, I think he's a fine play for sure. Uh, Moutier, I think there's some risk with him, but I think he's a good tournament play for sure on this slate. But, yeah, other than that, uh, this game, I think it's a good one to target. Uh, and I think it's, like, really simple. Uh, just Booker, Warren, Harris, Barton, and Joker Stills are my, like, you know, top five in this game, and then you can mix and match some guys here and there. But again, I think there's some really strong plays in this game and guys that you should be targeting for sure. All right, on to the second and last game of the slate. We have the New York Knicks and the Utah Jazz. What do we do with that? Uh, you know, the Knicks, uh, not the most uh, not the most fun team uh, to roster, right? Uh, definitely not my favorite. Um, eh, but they're, they're, they're dealing with some injuries and whatnot, and, uh, you know, definitely definitely have to like them here like Porzingis I know Rudy Gobert is going to be back but Porzingis he's someone that you can pay for will I pay for him no nah, I'll probably go Marcus Aldridge instead if you told me do you go Porzingis uh, or do you go Marcus Aldridge give me Marcus Aldridge he's the guy that I want uh over over Zingas not going to be a guy roster I do think Enos Cantor we can get him cheap I don't mind him for a little bit of revenge right we know he hates the Utah Jazz so much they did not like him a little bit uh there when he left town so Ines Canther, definitely think you can, uh, you know, fire him up here. He might uh, be a little angry, and in Utah, just uh, kind of go at them. So I don't, I don't mind him as a tournament option. I think he's someone you can roster. Kind of don't hate him as like a cheaper cash game center too. Uh, Michael Beasley, ah, I don't know, man. That guy is just, he's he's talented, right? He, I think he kind of found himself in China a little bit and has gotten into a nice rhythm, and it's been nice. But with you know, I don't know, with like Tim Hardaway Jr. back, it's definitely cutting to him a little bit, but he has still been okay, right? I, I just don't know what to do with him. I think I'm just going to continue to not roster him. Uh, even with Tim Hardaway Jr. back, he had 18, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks. I mean, solid game for 23 minutes worth. I mean, it's pretty crazy what he did, but I don't know. Uh, Michael Beasley, probably just someone I'm not going to roster, and Utah's not the greatest spot for him, so uh, I'm just going to stay away. It's really just the big men for me, the Cantors and the Porzingis. I know Gobert's back, so that could definitely be a concern for Cantor, but again, I'm kind of playing the narrative street revenge type factor. Other than that, I really don't want to play many Knicks. They want to lower turtles in the slate at 98.5. Just a team I'm not really going crazy about. Let's talk about the Jazz, though. What do we what do, we do with the Jazz side? Uh, I, I like you know, I, I don't love rostering Ricky Rubio, but I like rostering point guards against the Knicks, and uh, that obviously fits the bill with Ricky Rubio there. I think he's someone that you can definitely be playing. So Rubio, he's a fine play, but just understand there's risk with him. There's a pretty low floor, uh, and it's a pretty frustrating floor, but the ceiling is pretty high. I like him. I think Donovan Mitchell, if you have the money for him, again, another expensive shooting guard that you can spend on. I think he's in a really good spot here. We, we know ball handlers against the Knicks can do well and thrive. I, this is a good spot for him. I like him a lot. Derek Favors, he's been a guy that we have been rostering, but with the return of Gobert, that's going to eat into him a little bit. I'm going to stay away from him. No need to play Favors at this price tag with Gobert returning. For me, it's really Mitchell and Ruby are my two main targets. If you want to go get contrarian in a tournament and, you know, cheap, you want to go Rodney Hood, eh, don't hate it, right? Uh, not something I'm going to do, but I think it's mainly Mitchell and Rubio are my two main targets in this game. Other than that, though, kind of uh, just moving on to the next one. Not, not the best game on the slate, right? 203 total. Not one we want to load up on. Let's talk about the last game of the night, though. And again, this this might be the game of the night uh, with just the value we have and the prices around the industry. This might be the one like you, know, you want to load up on. It's a 1030 game, too. Uh, Indiana Pacers, Los Angeles Lakers, 215 total, uh, and game expected to be close. Uh, Pacers are two-point road favorites. Uh, This is a good spot for Oladipo. I absolutely love him. If you have the money for him, spend it up for him. I I get it. People may may be worried, right? 
Like, what do we kind of do with Oladipo? Because he seems like that guy that if you pay for him, you feel like you're always rostering in that game where he doesn't, like, go off. And it's quite quite frustrating. But, man, Oladipo has a ton of upside. And with not a lot of guys to pay for, uh, you know, I think this is a good spot to spend your money. This matchup is just too good to pass, it feels like. And I know, you know, Phoenix the other day only played 21 minutes. Uh, but he had, you know, a ton of fantasy points in that. You know, 17 points, 5 rebounds, and assists. Uh, and four steals in 21 minutes only, and that was against Phoenix. Uh, if he plays the whole game, and with no Catavius Caldwell-Pope uh, guarding him this game because he looks like he's going to be out, I mean, this is just a great spot for Oladipo. So I like him a lot. If I can spend my money on him, I'm going to. But again, like I said, I talked about it. I like Devin Booker. I like Tyreek Evans. Those are two guys I already want to pay for that I think are great plays. I like Will Barton, Gary Harris. Uh, I think they're good plays. Donovan Mitchell against the Knicks. Uh, Bradley Beal is not a bad play against Detroit. There's a lot of shooting guards to like. Haven't even talked about any of the cheap ones yet, Uh, especially one on the opposite side. I mean, Jordan Clarkson, he's going to be interesting with Lonzo Ball being out, right? More ball handling responsibility more ball handling responsibilities for him uh josh hart he's not a bad lakers option as a cheapie again there's there's opportunity cost too now at the position you know playing some of these cheap shooting guards you feel like you might be missing out on one of these uh, more expensive plays that could have a massive ceiling game so uh, it's definitely a conversation to have and uh, I-, I like oladipo a lot if i have the money for him i'm going to try and get him in but uh really need to try and figure out what i'm going to do with the shooting guard position today and i'm going to kind of have to wait and see how the value shapes that out for me and kind of works through my lineups might be a great day on fantasy draft to like load up on shooting guards like no one's going to do that right no one ever does load up on shooting guards because it's just not something to do but there's a lot of good ones to play today so like oladipo here in this spot a lot Another guy I can get buckets is Bogdanovich when he gets going in. This is a matchup where he could easily get buckets in. I don't mind him uh, if you know if you can get him cheap. He's only eight point six k. I think he's fine with no Miles Turner, uh, Sabonis, and Thad Young are two guys you're gonna want to look to target at the big man position. Eileen uh, Sabonis because Sabonis has been the more successful guy, but Thad Young could obviously have a big game. Uh, you know, if you don't have enough money for this bonus and, you know, your lineup fits and Thad Young gets in there, I don't mind putting him in there. But for me in cash games, I'm looking at Sabonis. He's my guy uh, that I want to target. I know we like to target the Lakers with point guards. Do we go with Darren Collison here? Uh, man, he's not hes not a fun roster. He really is not. But I, I kind of think he's in play here. I think he's a guy, you know, it's not a point guard position I'm in love with. Uh, he's cheap enough. I, I kind of don't mind going Darren Collison if you have to. But I'm, I'm, I'm more so looking to jam in Oladipo instead. Uh, if I had to rank him, I'm going Old Depot's my number one. I'll go Sabonis two, Thad Young three, and uh, probably Collison right behind him at four. Again, I think most of those stars are in play. The Lakers are, uh, you know, not a good team without Lonzo Ball. They they've really shown that. So I'm not expecting a lot from the Lakers. I could even see them like getting beat here. But Vegas, uh, you know, getting beat a little bad. But uh, it's the Pacers, right? Without Miles Turner, too. Just uh, not not the greatest team right now. So this game should hopefully stay close. And if it does stay close, there's guys like on both sides. Let's talk about what we do with the Lakers, though. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, again, one of those cheap shooting guards. Like, it's it's tough because I want to, uh, you know, I, I actually play I play a lot uh, on FanDuel, and I can only take two shooting guards today. It's a really weird uh, weird thing to say that I'm annoyed about. But uh, I probably have, to, probably have to hop over to Fantasy Draft so I can roster more shooting guards today because uh, getting, like, a Jordan Clarkson is a guy that I want to play. He's just super cheap and going to get, you know, good matchup against the Pacers. Uh, I like Jordan Clarkson a lot here in this spot. Uh, he's a guy to like, I think, going Brandon Ingram, you know, more more scoring opportunities for him with Lonzo Ball being out, like the ball's just in his hands more. Maybe uh, maybe not as, uh, you know, easy shots, right, because Lonzo's just really good at creating and getting him the ball. But uh, I, I don't know. I think Brandon Ingram's a fine play. Like, he's the guy I would uh, prefer the most. I also... Also think you can look at, you know, a guy like Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he's definitely someone that's, that's interesting, uh, you know, 
can't can't not like put him in consideration here. Uh, I know he can be fr- he's been frustrating. I know he's a you know game time decision, but if he decide if he does play, like he's going to be interesting. Uh, it's just kind of will we have that news in time? Uh, if we if we get the news that he plays, he's going to be very low owned and could be a very great tournament option. And like this game style just fits him so well, right? This up and down the floor, like Sabonis is not a big enough big man where they need to go with like Randall and match up all game long. Like whenever they go up against guy like Towns, they make sure they have Randall and Lopez getting tons of run. They don't have to. They can just uh, put Kyle Kuzma in all these different positions, and he gets a lot more minutes when that happens. So I think he would be a really good play. But I also still think Julius Randle is a good play uh, in general because if they do decide to run him out there, he should absolutely eat because whenever we see Lakers against the Pacers, uh, or not Lakers against the Pacers, when we see any big men against the Pacers, uh, we know they just dominate. So, uh, again, it just stinks because the Lakers are a really frustrating situation, but there's guys to like here for sure at a lot of different positions. And there's just kind of uh, focusing in, just talking about it more. It's a game you want to target for sure. And even Tyler Ennis, where you can get him cheap i don't think he's a bad play again i know i've listed a lot of guys in this game and i kind of hate doing that and uh it sounds like i'm being that guy just listening rattling off all these different guys but uh if i had to on the lakers kind of rank the plays i go jordan clark is my number one for sure uh, I go my number two, probably Julius Randle because I just love rostering big men against the Pacers. And then uh, it just depends if we get, like, I think Ingram's a really good play. Like, he'd probably be my number three just because I don't have the Kuzma news. But if we get the Kuzma news, I mean, just could be super low owned. And if you want to take a risk on him, if say you have a good read on it, you you know, look on Twitter and you, you're seeing and you're thinking the beat writers are saying he's going to play or there's a good chance, he'd just be in a really good spot that low owned. But I understand the risk, right, that could come with it. But with Ball and Caldwell Pope being out, I have to like guys like Hart, Ennis for value, and Clarkson just really good plays. But that's about it for the slate, guys. Uh, Enjoy doing it for you, and I'll be back Monday through Wednesday covering for Dan Bach while he's at the FSCA uh, conference. And definitely, uh, you know, excited to kind of dive into the slate with you guys and, uh, you know, just help you out and hopefully we can... Hopefully we can win some more money and just, uh, you know, have a good time here uh, with, uh, you know, basketball being in full swings. And everyone enjoy the uh, NFL playoffs because we only got, uh, you know, it's like the last real week of DFS for that. So make sure to get in some contests over there on Fantasy Draft and check that out. Again, thanks a lot for joining me. If you need any, have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. And I'm uh, happy to answer any questions for you guys. So for me, Travis Mangone, I am out. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.